today's topic falls in the relationship category. We're talking about handling emotions in conflict resolution. If you've ever been in a fight, you know that emotions can run high on both sides. So the key is understanding all emotions, not just your own. It may come as a surprise, but for as amped up as you might be, as hurt, frustrated, angry that you might be feeling, you have to recognize that the other person might be feeling exactly the same kind of emotions just for different reasons. So let's start with this. Your emotions tell the first part of the story. Acknowledge your emotions and take the time to evaluate them. And Tracy, I think this is probably especially hard for someone who denies that they have any feelings or emotions. We have some other topics that talk about emotional intelligence, and it's really important if you're going to be a healthy person, you have to understand your own emotions. And then we're going to talk here in a minute about why it's so important in conflict to have an understanding of somebody else's emotions also. But if you want to be a healthy person, the point is not to say, I'm just not going to feel deeply, or I'm just a chill person, and I'm just not going to acknowledge when my feelings are hurt. I'll just kind of stuff that and move along. The point is you have emotions and in conflict, you've definitely, you've been hurt, you've been betrayed, you know, whatever it is, whatever that conflict is about, you're having emotions. So you want to think about them, you want to understand them, you want to feel them, you don't want to deny them, but you want to make sure that you're evaluating them with the heart of, you know what, I might not be totally right about it. This is just how I feel. But remember, your emotions only tell the first part of the story. The other person has emotions too. And this means you have to practice empathy, putting yourself in their shoes to feel what they're feeling. Now, this is a real skill that we need to have. Sympathy is just kind of feeling sorry for someone. So you could be in a conflict and just be like, oh, I feel sad for you that you raised your voice or that you're a big jerk. But empathy is being able to say, you know what, I want to understand you and your emotions. And I do that by putting myself in your shoes and trying to be experience what you're feeling. Now, what a difference that makes in conflict if you're able to kind of say, all right, I know how I'm feeling. I've taken the time to feel my own emotions. But now let me take some time to understand somebody else's emotions. Now that's starting to get a fuller picture. And Tracy, do you have to agree with their emotions in order to have empathy? No, it's not about agreeing. It's about understanding. Who in any relationship doesn't want to feel understood? That's the most frustrating experience when you feel like somebody just doesn't get your point of view or isn't trying to understand your point of view. So the point of empathy is saying, I want to understand you. I want to understand your emotions and your hurts and the way you saw this whole thing go down, just like you're going to want them to see your side of it. All right. And then we can move to the balance. Healthy conflict resolution comes when both people empathize. Only then can you move beyond emotions to the issue at hand. So Tracy, a lot of times the emotions and the issue itself that caused the conflict are two different things. Yeah, I think it's like peeling an onion. You know, the emotions that go into a conflict and the way you're feeling and the way they're feeling, that's just one layer. As you peel that back and you understand one another, then you can get to, well, what's the issue that we're really arguing about? Or what is the thing that caused us to have this conflict. So getting to that place of empathy, then you both feel understood. You both feel heard. Now you can say, okay, now that we both have an understanding of each other's perspectives and maybe an understanding of why you did this or I said that, okay, well now how do we get to resolving the actual issue? And Tracy, what happens when only one person has the ability or willingness to empathize and the other person just won't put themselves in their shoes? 
Well, that gets more complicated and it might be wise to bring in a third party or someone that could maybe mediate and help maybe put your words and your thoughts into their words and maybe the other person can hear it differently. But the hope is that you guys could both come to a place of empathizing because it's a very imbalanced perspective if one person goes into a conflict thinking they're totally right and the other person is totally wrong. That just that's that's never the case. There's always going to be responsibility or blame that can be put on both people. So the point is understand each other, really have a heart to understand each other, but then get to the issue that you need to discuss and find compromise or negotiation or whatever you need to do to resolve it the best way possible. All right, so everyone has conflict and everyone deals with emotions in the midst of it. So next time you find yourself in a fight, learn to empathize. It'll be good for you, it'll be good for everyone in your world. cover for low self-esteem. It's the person who can admit that they're wrong or who can acknowledge their weakness. That's the person who has the stronger emotional health. You want to be wary of the people who act like they always have it together or never admit that they struggle or can admit that they're wrong. Those are the people that you need to pay attention to and say, you know what, maybe they aren't as emotionally healthy as they project themselves to be. So go ahead, look in the mirror. If that's you, maybe you need to talk a little bit about good emotions. Do that now with a group or a mentor. And then in the next video, we'll dive a little bit deeper on what this means in your life.